It's been reported that Rishi Sunak's wife, Akshata Murthy, doesn't pay UK tax on foreign earnings by virtue of having non-domicile status. Being non-domiciled means you live in the UK, but your permanent home is not in the UK. When asked about this, her spokesperson suggested she has this status due to India not allowing dual citizenship. But this is wrong. While it's true India does not recognise dual citizenship, being taxed as a non-domicile is an active choice. It does not happen automatically and is not directly related to one's citizenship. If someone is a non-dom and their foreign income exceeds £2,000, they can choose whether to pay UK tax on all that income or claim the remittance basis. This means they only pay UK tax on the foreign income they bring to the UK. Miss Murthy's spokesperson confirmed she pays £30,000 per year to claim the remittance basis. This was an active choice, and if she hadn't chosen to do so, she would have been liable for UK tax on that income. Elsewhere, on Wednesday's episode of Good Morning Britain, while discussing the national insurance tax rise, Labour leader Keir Starmer made this claim. If you make your money from stocks and shares, you don't pay a penny more as a result of the changes today. While it's true those earning their money from the stock market would be unaffected by the 1.25 percentage point rise in national insurance, it's not correct to say they wouldn't pay any more as a result of new tax changes. This is because the government has also just increased the tax rates for dividend income. The rate of dividend tax, which applies to stocks and shares, was increased by 1.25 percentage points, mirroring the rise in national insurance rates. And finally, MP Scott Benton made this unevidenced claim about migrants on the BBC's Politics Live programme. The vast majority of people coming across the channel are economic migrants. They are not asylum seekers. Well, let's start by defining these terms. An economic migrant is someone who has left their country of origin in order to seek a material improvement to their lives, whereas an asylum seeker is a person who claims to have left their country to seek protection from persecution and serious human rights violations but hasn't yet been recognised as a refugee. Mr Benton didn't provide any evidence when we asked him how he calculated his claim. However, by using quarterly statistics from the Home Office, the Refugee Council concluded that those crossing the channel in small boats are more likely to be granted asylum than not. According to their research, 91% of channel crossings were made by people from just 10 different countries. Irrespective of arrival method, 61% of migrants from those 10 countries were granted initial asylum status, and more than half of those who were initially unsuccessful were granted protection on appeal. So it stands to reason that the majority of people crossing the channel in small boats are likely to have a genuine claim to refugee protection and are unlikely to be economic migrants. This is the opposite of what Mr Benton said. That's all from us this week. I'll be back with more of our independent, impartial fact checks at the same time next Saturday morning.